Thessalonians. Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ our King. We are so excited for this opportunity to share the Word of God with you through your favorite program, The Moment of Truth. We are at a critical moment in God's plan for humanity, and God is said to do awesome things in and through individuals, families, communities, organizations, nations, continents, and across generations. As we proclaim the Word of God in the following series, you are going to receive illumination and direction, especially those in the Valley of Decision, and hopefully you'll be accurately positioned for the current move of God. So, sit back and relax. Go ahead, call your family and friends, and get ready for a life-changing encounter with the Word of God. As you do, your life will never be the same again. Is God all by himself? He does not need anybody's permission to bless you. He does not need anybody's election to be God. From everlasting to everlasting, is God all by himself? Lift up your voices and bless his holy name this morning. We thank you, our glorious Father. With you, there is no partiality. You know how to raise the poor from the donkey and the beggars from the doors. The poor from the doors and the beggars from the dunghill to set them among princes. Thank you for what you have done in our lives, in our homes, in this church, in this nation. Thank you for what you have done for us in the course of Family Life Conference. Thank you for what you are doing this present moment in individual lives today. Thank you for waking me up in the morning today. Thank you for adding life to my years and adding years to my life. I give you all the glory and all the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And the people said, Amen. I do not know whether it is a coincidence or a God incidence. That this morning my son will minister and I will come to minister. I don't know what's all about. I was shocked to see him on the screen when I entered my office. I'd spoken to my wife this morning. You go to church. I'm tired. I want to sleep a little more. I didn't go to bed until a little after 12 midnight because I had to pray and thank God for today. But I slept beautifully and I needed more sleep. The last person who left my house left after 11 last night. And so I told her, I will only come for the main service just Thanksgiving and maybe uh, share the word. And she said, that's fine. Afterwards, I went back to bed to sleep. And like someone bent over me. I can sense it. First, I had a dream or a vision, the type I'd never seen before. And in the days to come, I will understand. Let me tell you what I saw. I saw Lord Lugard and said, let us negotiate. I'm not kidding. He said, let us negotiate. I said, I do not negotiate with the dead. And I pulled back 
And I said, Lord, what is this? I went back to sleep. And then when I went back to bed this morning, someone bent over me. He said, your ministry is after the order of Melchizedek. I said, that's the Lord Jesus. That's the ministry he gave to us. He said, get up and go and pray for your people. I'm about to change their misfortune to fortune. After I'd spoken to Mrs. B, I'd called Pastor Biola on phone. This would be a little after six. I said, get missionary first, someone to handle it. Start the scripture, someone will handle that. I will come in about 10.30. And I remember telling Mrs. B, is my breakfast ready? He said, it is. I'm not eating it now. After what I heard, I got up and said, Lord, okay, you will supply strength. I thank you. I thank you for the Melchizedek priesthood. It gives first to Abraham before Abraham could give anything in return. In the name of Jesus, wherever you are hurting today, Almighty God is coming your way. He's going to turn your mourning into dancing. He's going to turn your tears into laughter. He's going to turn your sorrow into joy. And every misfortune and every loss, God will restore and it will turn your misfortune into fortune. In the mighty name of Jesus. He sent a powerful word to me for you. The outworkings of destiny. God is going to take you through. You are not going to die in the midst of process. I recall the first main message I preached in this auditorium in 1989 on a Sunday morning. I will reach my goal and fulfill my destiny. Today, I turn it to you. You will reach your goal and you fulfill your destiny in the name of Jesus Christ. I want you to use your own mouth to speak to the Father today for sending a word in season to you. He knows your situation. He knows your circumstances more than you could ever imagine. The Lord is turning things around for you today. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You will have a testimony to share. You have approved for your faith, your, your, your service to God and to your family and to your humanity. Your labor of love will be rewarded. You will not serve him in vain. He said, I do not ask you to serve him in vain. Said Isaiah, I did not ask you to serve me in vain. You have something to show for this day in the mighty name of Jesus. And the people said, Amen. Sit down for a moment. When I say get up, you get up. Because we are praying through this one hour. The outworkings of destiny. Genesis chapter 42, verse 1 to 6. Our first uh, text uh, for our contemplation. Genesis 42, 1 to 6. When Jacob saw that there was grain in Egypt, how he saw, we were not told. When Jacob saw that there was grain in Egypt, we were not told how he saw, 
who gave him the information but he got to know that what he lacked was somewhere else he had some things you're going to find out he had some rare fruits but he needed grain how many of you know that what you are looking for is somewhere this morning okay that what you are looking for is somewhere this morning and the lord is going to give you divine direction to know what to do to know where to go so that what you need will come to you in the name of jesus when jacob saw that there was grain in egypt jacob said to his sons why do you look at one another it's like saying i'm a solution provider you understand me you don't have to be looking elter scatter or running elter scatter looking here and looking there why are you looking at one another indeed i've heard that there is grain so we now see how he knew he heard aha uh-huh. that there is grain in egypt go down to that place and buy for us there that we may live and not die uh, two things in one sentence everything you need to leave the power to purchase it is yours he didn't say go down to egypt to beg are you with me he did not say go down to egypt and and look for crumbs from the master's table we need to leave the power to purchase what we need to leave is yours today you will not scratch the bottom of the barrel every time you hear bills about to be paid you will not scratch your head hey i'm appealing to you by the mercies of god god brought me here for you this morning don't give me any smesme amen i am very serious why is there the purchase price of wisdom in the hand of a fool since he has no heart for it may your heart cling to god's heart this morning in the mighty name of jesus go to egypt and buy so that we may live and not die so joseph's ten brothers went down to buy grain in egypt but jacob did not send joseph's brother benjamin with his brothers for he said let some calamity befall him he sent the same ten people who sold joseph you're about to have an encounter with your enemies enemies within the family enemies without the family you will not go to them they will come to you that was the word of the lord unto jeremiah you will not have to go to them they will have to come to you let me read further and the sons of israel went to buy grain among those who journeyed for the famine was in the land of canaan now joseph was governor over the land and it was he who sold to all the people of the land and joseph's brother came and bowed down before him with their faces to the earth stand to your feet your enemies are about to bow down to you whether they are within your family or outside of your family they will not die they will leave but they will come to bow down to you in the mighty name of jesus i say your enemies are about to bow down to you they will bow to the earth before you 
Those who lie against you will have to tell the truth about you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Mm. Isaiah chapter number 60. That's a serious prayer there. Let me begin from verse 14. Because Isaiah uh, 60 begins with, Arise and shine for your light has come. I'm coming back to that. Let me start from verse 14. Also the sons of those who afflicted you shall come bowing to you. And all those who despise you shall fall prostrate at the source of your faith. And they shall call you the city of the Lord, Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Whereas you have been forsaken and hated, was Joseph hated? Was Joseph envied? Was he hated? Whereas you have been forsaken and hated, so that no one went through you, I will make you an eternal excellence. A joy of many generations. You shall drink the milk of the Gentiles. And milk the breasts of kings. You shall know that I, the Lord, am your Savior. I, your Redeemer. The mighty one of Jacob. Hey, somebody shout again, upgrade operations. I say to you, your car is too old for the citadel. Do you understand me? What you have now cannot get there. I prophesy into your life. Upgrade operations. Upgrade operations. I say to you, the house you are living now is a stopover motel. There is still another one meant for you. There is a bigger thing for you. High visibility. Maximum impact. Instead of bronze. Give me that scripture. Let me read on. Instead of bronze, I'll bring gold. Instead of iron, I'll bring silver. Instead of wood, bronze. Instead of stones, iron. I will also make your officers peace and your magistrates righteousness. Listen to me in the name of the, I say your enemies will bow to you. Don't join the people that pray for their enemies to die. The moment that happens, you 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 fold God's hands to do what he specializes in doing because he's the only one who sets a table before you in the presence of your I want you to, my enemies will not die but they will come to bow to me they will come to bow at my feet in the mighty name of Jesus I'm living where I was I'm going to a new place in God there's upgrade operations in my life. It's not the old story. I'm giving out the old because the new is coming in. There is no space for the old. I'm giving them out in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Your enemies will bow to you. In Jesus' mighty name. How do you get to that place? Give me Isaiah 59. The last three verses there Isaiah 59 how do you get to the place where you arise where you shine where your enemies come back to bow to you where God gives you upgrade oppression instead of the old harvest he brings in new things so that you will have to call on people and say you know what please come and take 
come and take what do you say is your need uh, uh, it's just the school fees of these children uh, for what time this time i give them scholarship throughout their career do you that's the upgrade operation you will not be just be looking at yourself you'll be given to others god will give you immeasurable riches in the name of jesus christ isaiah 59 the last three verses thank you the redeemer will come to zion and to those who turn from transgression in jacob says the lord now here's the covenant as for me says the lord this is my covenant with them my spirit who is upon you and my words which i've put in your mouth shall not depart from your mouth nor from the mouth of your descendants nor from the mouth of your descendant descendants says the lord from this time and forevermore that's why i ask you is it a coincidence a god incident that my son will minister before i minister this morning i did not engineer it i knew nothing about it nobody told me and shago himself did not share one word of it with me neither did he tell the mother i don't know who told him but god is doing something the words in my mouth will not depart from the mouth of my sons it will not depart from the mouth of my son's son the word that i've been speaking in my mouth will not depart from your mouth we will speak the same word and as, as the anointing is upon us and we are declaring his word what is inside will break forth arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the lord is risen upon you you know when they met joseph he said go and tell my father of all my glory in egypt somebody's about to write about your glory somebody's about to talk about your glory you think you are glorious already what you have now we pale in significance compared to where you are going in the mighty name of jesus your enemies will bow at your feet in jesus mighty name be seated that's prayer item one verse number seven genesis 42 verse number seven genesis 42 7 joseph saw his brothers and recognized them but he acted as a stranger to them and spoke roughly to them the word there is harshly if you look in the middle column of your bible the rich use it the rich answer it roughly it is a poor that uses entreaties you will not have to beg for anything there will be authority in your voice there will be authority in your word god will put you in a position to look at your enemies and say here they come do you understand me yes, uh, they chased Jephthah away didn't they yes, they, they he said why have you now come to me did you not chase me away they say we have seen they will see yes, those who despise you will see yes, those who look down upon you will see yes, in the name of Jesus yes, I said those who have been looking down upon you are about to look up to you yes, <laughs> I said they are about to look up to you I remember the day my oldest brother summoned all of us, my father's children who were alive. Two are gone now, we are only two left. We were four in his living room. And he took the documents of Papa's house, that house. That's how I got to know when he built it, when he bought it, and he gave it to me. He said, all of us seated here 
we do not have power to do anything with this house. But the way you are going, it appears you are the one that will fix it. Here are the documents. They are yours. Do what you like with it. This was ages ago. Shegun was just born then. The only time that my entire family met and took a photograph, the only time in our history was the day Shegun was named. If you look at my mom's book, you will see all of us there. Do you understand me? That was the first time we met. We were not seen eye to eye. And when they gave me the document, I said, I don't need it. He said, keep it. You need it one day. I said, let's do photocopies and give to the others. He said, it will not be useful to them. I sense in my spirit you are the one. And this is the same man who said, Do you understand me? Out of a momentary anger, I said, those who look down on you will look up to you. The day is coming. Now is here. That when they meet in your family and you are absent, they say, no decision can be made. It was a elder, look at you, who told me the difference between Olori Ebi and Oluomo. I didn't know before, I thought Olori Ebi is the Alpha and Omega. I said, eh, eh. Olori Ebi is chronological, it's by age. Oluomo is the one that keeps the family running. So when they meet to decide, I say, Oluomo, Oluomo. I want you to rise to your feet. Edumare, Shemilo Luomo. Edumare, Shemilo Luomo. Oluomo manda mi lorun o edumare shemi loluomo oluomo manda mi lorun o edumare shemi loluomo oluwa fun mi loluomo oluwa fun mi loluomo oluwa fun mi loluomo oluwa Let's read. Joseph saw his brother and recognized them, but he acted as a stranger to them and spoke roughly to them. Then he said to them, where do you come from? (laughs) And they said, from the land of Canaan to buy food. So Joseph recognized his brothers, but they did not recognize him. The change that would take place will make others wonder, how did you come by this? You don't get it. Uh, I'm going to hold myself a little. I'm not sure you are. The change that will take place in your life will make them to stand afar off and say, Abouni, Abounko, Abouni, Abounko. How did you come by this? I remember when this ministry started, they said, the people who are there must be cocaine pushers. I've never seen cocaine in my life. I don't know what it looks like. I do not relate with those who do it. Do you understand me? But they were shocked. And Citadel Can you imagine in 1989 what they were saying? What are they going to say now? Listen to me. Any tongue that rises against you in judgment, we cease. When God performed the miracle in Egypt, in Exodus chapter 11, the Bible says no dog was able to wag his tongue. 
everyone saying rubbish about you will seize their tongues in the mighty name of Jesus no dog will wag his tongue against you you will recognize them they may not recognize you I'm going somewhere here it is next verse then Joseph remembered the dreams which he had thought can never be fulfilled the circumstances of slavery Potiphar's house prison it will make you forget your dreams except that God's dream don't die God's dreams don't die do you understand me no one can kill God's dreams then Joseph remembered the dreams which he had dreamed about them and said to them you are spies you have come to see the nakedness of the land please pay attention because I'm going to visit this again and again today and they said to him no my lord <laughs> justice Oluyemi, were they in your court that's where they say no my lord were they in a court who forced them to call their younger brother lord they were the first 10 it was number 11 it was an 11th hour child do you understand me <laughs> today is 11 11 oh lord help me <laughs> it was an 11 child do you get my point he recognized them they did not record he remembered the dreams and they said to him no my lord but your servants have come to buy food who called him lord who are servants ah they will use their own mouth <laughs> oh god <laughs> they will use their own mouth to tell about who you have become and who they have become you will not have to speak they will do it on your behalf in the name of jesus let me go further we are all one man's sons we are honest men mm-hmm. if, if i if i was on the keyboard i'd say mm-hmm. Mm-hmm we are honest men your servants are not spies mm-hmm. but he said to them no but you have come to see the nakedness of the land and they said your servants are 12 brothers the sons of one man in the land of canaan and in fact the youngest is with our father today and one open law pembo open sibi enitiku open oku o ewo mariwo open open law pembo open sibi enitiku Let me, let me go by me. Oh, so let me, let me go by me. Oh, so let me, let me go by me. Oh, so let me, let me go by me. Oh, so let me, let me go by me. Oh, so let me, let me go by me. Oh, so let me, let me go by me. Oh, so let
There's a prayer point here. As bad as these ten brothers were, their consciences were not dead. You may not know the significance of this until we read our Bible. First Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. Kai. Mmoni Jesus logo. Mmoni Jesus logo. Ikwe to kwe mi o. Ikwe ola ni o. Mmoni Jesus logo. Mmoni baba mi o. Mmoni Jesus logo. Enyi baba o. First Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. Now the Spirit expertly says that in latter times some would depart from the faith, giving heed to the seven spirits and doctrines of demons, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron. You are going to pray today. You see, when you are still confessing sin, it's because your conscience is alive. When it is seared with a hot iron, you will not know good from evil, bad from evil, bad from right. You will just continue. You become amoral. You are neither immoral nor moral. Um, nothing make. But you see, their consciences began to prick them. And I'm going to show you later. I want you to pray, Lord, keep my conscience yielded to you. Help my conscience to be alive to you, to be sensitive to your spirit, so that when I do wrong, my conscience will prick me. It can bring me back in the right direction, in the right path. Do not let my conscience be seared with a hot iron, so that I do not know good from bad or right from wrong anymore. Help me, O oh Lord, to remain sensitive to your spirit. Deliver me from a dead conscience. Do not give it to me. You harden the heart of Pharaoh. Father, don't ever harden my heart. Let me remain pliable in your hands. Let me constantly yield to your Holy Spirit. I thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Verse 13. Verse 13. 
Genesis 42 13. That's my main text. Genesis 42 13. And they said, Your servants are 12 brothers, the sons of one man in the land of Canaan. And in fact, the youngest is with our brother today, and one is no more. Come on. Who spoke this? Did Joseph ever ask about how many sons did their father have? Did Joseph ever mention which one is not here? Did he ask about their father and his conscience? Let's go. But Joseph said to them, It is as I spoke to you, saying, You are spies. In this manner you shall be tested by the life of Pharaoh. You shall not leave this place unless your youngest brother comes here. Send one of you and let him bring your brother and you shall be kept in prison that your words may be tested to see whether there's any truth in you. I'm checking you. Have you changed? Are you the same nicompoops, liars? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to check you before I reveal myself to you. Who really have you become? Be careful who you are becoming. Yes, Tell your neighbor, be careful who you are becoming. Be careful you are becoming. Be careful who you are becoming. May, so that your words may be tested to see whether there is any truth in you. Or else by the life of Pharaoh, surely you are spies. Watch this. So he put them all together in prison three days. All together. Then Joseph said to them the third day, do this and leave for I fear God. I'm not going to play God in your life. I'm not going to pay you back in your coins. I fear God. Do this and leave. If you are honest men, let one of your brothers be confined to your prison house, but you go and carry grain for the famine of your houses. Listen to this. And bring your youngest brother to me so your words will be verified and you shall not die. And they did so. Here we come. Then they said one to another, tell your neighbor, moment of truth. I can't hear you. Then they said one to another, we are truly guilty concerning our brother. For we saw the anguish of his soul when he pleaded with us and we would not hear. Therefore, this distress has come upon us. And Reuben answered them saying, Did I not speak to you saying, Do not sin against the boy? And you will not listen. Therefore, behold, his blood is now required of us. But they did not know that Joseph understood them. For he spoke to them through an interpreter. And he turned himself away from them and wept. Then he returned to them again and talked with them. And he took Simeon from them and bound him before do you know what James chapter 5 says confess your faults one to another so that you may be healed for as long as you bottle it up healing cannot come your way for as long as you bottle it up deliverance cannot come your way for as long as you bottle health and wholeness will not be your portion who asked them to confess Number one, their consciences were pricked. Number two, they were confessing their fault before they won the wrong. And that one went away and said they have changed. Change is coming their way. They are not what they used to be. 
in the name of Jesus, whatever is biting you on the inside, the power to confess, to release it is yours today. In the name, you will no longer pretend. Confess your faults one to another so that you may be healed. It is in that environment that the power of God to heal, to deliver, to sell free will come into manifestation. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man makes available tremendous power of God. I don't care what it is. I don't care what you have done. If you would let it out today, in the name of Jesus, healing, health, and wholeness will be your portion. Restoration will come your way. In the mighty name of Jesus, talk to the Father. It's between you and him. Talk to the Father today. Lord, we have done wrong. We have committed iniquities against you. Reproach has come our way because we have fallen from your way. Restore us back to you, Father, in the name of Jesus. And let no demon from the pit of hell torment us. You will not leave our souls in hell. We will not be afflicted and tormented by the forces of hell. In the name of Jesus, I come against every suicide spirit. You will not die, you will live. You will declare the works of God in the mighty name of Jesus. No demon from the pit of hell will lead you and drive you into a suicide bead. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Please be seated. The outworkings of destiny. Verse 25. Then Joseph gave a command to fill their sacks with grain, to restore every man's money to his sack, and to give them provisions for the journey, thus he did for them. So they loaded their donkeys with the grain. So they loaded their donkeys with the grain, and they parted from there. Uh, remember, Simeon is tied down now. So they were ten when they went to buy. They are now? I can't hear you. They were 10 when they went to bed, they are now 9. So, are they going to, what are they going to say to their father? Let's, let's look at the outworkings of destiny. But as one of them opened his sack to give his donkey feed at the encampment, he saw his money, and there it was, in the mouth of his sack. So he said to his brothers, my money has been restored, and there it is in my sack. Then their hearts filled them, and they were afraid, saying to one another, what is this that God has done to us? Uh, it's called Agbadoha. You don't understand? Agbadoha. Oluamafi Agbadoha. Hainlenu. How did I come by this? Ah, what is this one? Ah, help me. Ah, what is happening? Ah, because what you think is impossible. When the Lord turned the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. It would look like a dream, but you are walking in reality. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let me read. Then they went to Jacob, their father, in the land of Canaan, and told him all that had happened to them, saying, The man who is Lord of the land spoke roughly to us and took us for spies of the country. But we said to him, We are, we are honest men. Say, mm-hmm. I want you to say, mm-hmm. You suddenly become honest. <laughs> we are honest men. We are 12 brothers. Are you listening? We are 12 brothers, sons of our father. One is no more. And the youngest is with our father this day. 
in the land of Canaan. The one who is no more, who made it happen? They are indeed honest men. You know, we tell half truths. That's why your testimony is not inspiring. Because you are not saying the truth about what you went through and how God brought you out. You nicely package it so that people will see your faith in action. No, you are fake. You are not honest. Then the man, the Lord of the country, said to us, By this I will know that you are honest men. Leave one of your brothers here with me. Take food for the famine of your households and be gone. And bring your youngest brother to me so I shall know that you are not spies, but that you are honest men. I will grant your brother to you and you may trade in the land. Did Joseph said, say anything about trade to them? They are sellers. They are buyers. Do you understand me? These men will sell. They will trade with anything. Trade was in, they have seen opportunities in the land. But this is opportunism. Did their father send, send them to trade? You can trade in the land. Let's go. Then it happened as they emptied their sacks that surprisingly each man's bundle of money was in his sack. And when they and their father saw the bundles of money, they were, and something is on. All of a sudden, Jacob began to get his bearing. That, wait a minute. I can't place my finger on it. Something is happening here. Why would they restore your bundles of money? And see what came out of him, out of his spirit. And Jacob, their father, said to them, you have bereaved me. English, you have bereaved me. Joseph is no more. Simeon is no more. And you want to take Benjamin. All these things are against me. Bolu abati for tani honey. Kole panimo. Kole panimo. I want you to get up, Oluwa. Enemies within, enemies without, expose them. Expose them. Let me know those who are behind my issue. Expose them, Father. Expose them in the mighty name. You have bereaved me. 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 Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Verse... 37. Then Reuben spoke to his father saying, 
kill my two sons. If I do not bring him back to you, you understand me? <laughs> put, him, put him in my hands and I will bring him back to you. But he said, my son shall not go down with you for his brother is dead. And he is left alone. If any calamity should befall him along the way in which you go, then you will bring down my gray hair with sorrow to the grave. I stand here to tell you today, everything you have considered dead is alive. Everything the doctor said will not function is functioning. There is a restoration in your life today. Your appointment with resurrection power begins now. Shattered dreams. We come around again. We come alive in the name of Jesus. Everything considered dead is alive. In the name of Jesus. As far as Jacob was concerned, Joseph was dead. But how many of you know Joseph is alive? And he's governor over Egypt. God is going to turn your misfortune into fortune. In the I say will turn your misfortune into fortune. In the name of Jesus. And you know, during your thanksgiving, I can hear your song. Eba me kishego, ola uta la kuseyo. Eki de ola, ola uta la kuseyo. Eba me kishusu, ola uta la kuseyo. Ai de unko, ola uta la kuseyo. Ola botemio, ola uta la kuseyo. Tapa, 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 ola uta la kuseyo. I Ekibale 
of destiny Genesis 43 if I didn't mention your name mention your own uh-huh. <laughs> don't get angry with me <laughs> Genesis 43 outworkings of destiny now the farming was severe in the land and it came to pass when they had eaten up the grain which they had brought from Egypt that their father said to them go back buy us little food but judah spoke to him saying the man solemnly wonders saying you shall not see my face unless your brother is with you if you send our brother with us we'll go down and buy your food oh by the way who was locked in prison i can't hear you what does it mean hearing here 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 ever learning ever hearing never doing it will lock you up in prison it's not sufficient for you to hear god wants you to be a doer of his word can i hear amen, amen. let me continue <laughs> but if you will not send him we will not go down for the man said to us you shall not see my face unless your brother is with you see this honest man now and israel said why did you deal so wrongfully with me as to tell the man whether you had still another brother but they said the man asked us pointedly about ourselves our family saying is your father still alive honest man but they said the man asked us pointedly about ourselves and our father is your father still alive have you another brother and we told him according to these words at this honest man did joseph ask about their father did joseph ask, uh, <laughs> you understand me tell your your enemies are going to car ah uh, yes they are going to car they are going to car Fura wana ma fura walogo je Fura wana ma fura walogo je Emi o ni pa won o Fura wana ma fura walogo je Let me read Could we possibly have known that he would say bring your brother down Then Judah said to Israel his father send the lad with me and we will arise and go that we may live and not die both we and you and also our little ones i myself will be surety for him from my hand you shall require me you shall be surety because you are the one who suggested to them to sell if i do not bring him back to you and set him before you then let me bear the blame forever for if you are not lingered, surely by now would have returned this second time. 
And their father Israel said to them, If it must be so, then do this. Take what you have to negotiate what you lack. You're not hearing me. I say your life is changing. Circumstances are lining up. You lack grain, but you have something. You are going to take what you have to negotiate for what you lack. Take some of the best fruits of the land in your vessels and carry down a present for the man. A little bum, a little honey, spices and myrrh, pistachio, nuts, and almonds. They had that. Take some. Take double money in your hand and take back in your hand the money that was returned in the mouth of your sacks. Perhaps it was an oversight. You understand me? In case it was an oversight, if you have read Mama's book, you will know how I told Muni to bring six pennies. My mother almost killed me. That's how she exterminated stealing from me and deception. In case it's an oversight, take your brother also and arise, go back to the man. And may God Almighty give you mercy before the man. That he may release your other brother Benjamin and even believed and believed. Today, God is extending mercy to you. Regardless of your past blunders, he's extending mercy to you. My God will show you mercy. When you get to the place where you are willing to lose all, you gain all. I said, when you get to the place where you are willing to lose all, if anyone shall lose his life for my sake, he shall find it. And he who shall keep his life shall lose it. In the name of Jesus, all that you have lost will be restored to you. In Jesus' mighty name. This is critical. I have two or three more prayer points. I see time is almost running out. And I want to make the points clearly. What is sent me to say here, I'm just priming the pump and getting you ready. So the men took the present, that present and Benjamin. And they took double money in their hand and arose and went down to Egypt. And they stood before Joseph. When Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to the steward of his house, Take these men to my home and slaughter an animal and make ready for these men will dine with me at noon. Hey, stay there. Stay in that verse. There's something there. I want you to look in the middle column of your Bible. You will see that it didn't say take take these men to my home and slaughter an animal. What he says, slaughter the slaughter. Look in the middle column of the Bible. Did you see slaughter there? And slaughter what? Huh? Huh? You are, you are using a Bible. You, know, you can see it. And slaughter is slaughter. It's not all animals that are slaughtered. Some are kept to continue breeding. Some are sold. The ones that are slaughtered are the ones that are no longer producing. You don't get it. Already Do you understand me? He said, uh, slaughter the slaughter. Go home. There are some rams there care for the slaughter. Oh, in Psalm 73. He said, I was envious of the rich until I went to the sanctuary. And I saw their end that they were standing in slippery places. I want you to write, I'm not ram care for the slaughter. 
I will continue to produce, oh my God. I'm not ram for care for the slaughter. No, 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 no. I am no food for the devil. No, 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 no. You cannot slaughter me. My blood will not be spilled. Jesus' blood was shed for me. Mine will not be spilled. I am not ram care for the slaughter. Thank you, Father. I bless your holy name, Lord. I thank you this morning. Lord, keep these men and women alive. What they have heard, what they have seen, let them experience in the name of Jesus. Let them not die in the midst of process. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Long story cut short. Look at what the servant said to them. The servant immediately, because I'm coming back here in the main service when we are looking at steward. Joseph was talking to the steward of his house. Get me that verse back. When Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to the steward of his house, Take this man to my home and slaughter an animal and make ready for this man will dine with me at noon. Then the man did as Joseph ordered. Stewards do as they are ordered. If you are a true steward, you follow instruction. You are not owner. Don't assume ownership. You are a steward. You are a steward over God's heritage. Don't assume ownership. Then the man did as Joseph ordered, and the man brought the men into Joseph's house. Now the men were afraid because they were brought into Joseph's house, and they said, hey, it is because of the money. Which conscience is buru? It is because of the money. You know, people, uh, their, their perception, one is, is warped, one is, 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 is influenced by a dented conscience. When you do good to them, they will see evil in it. The men were afraid because they were brought into Joseph's house and they said, it is because of the money which was returned in our sacks the first time that we are brought in. I remember the day my oldest brother got to my house. Not the one I built. The one I was living. My chambers was behind. I was living in one in front, 44 Janoku Street. He stood in front. I had him. He told Ah, At the time he was speaking to me, he was still in the place where I lived with him. When they got into the house of Joseph, they are at They look around. Hey, worry my book, worry glass, worry granite, worry furniture at You understand me? May God deliver your consciences. May He sprinkle your conscience with the blood of His Son, so that you will be awake to righteousness in Jesus' mighty name. So that He may make a case against us and Caesars. To take us as slaves with our donkeys. Is that what he said? He said, I will dine with them. Did he say they will be my slaves? Let's read. When they drew near to the steward of Joseph's house, they talked with him at the door of the house. And said, oh sir, we indeed came down the first time to buy food in our car. But it happened when we came to the encampment that we opened our sacks and there each man's money was in the mouth of his sack. Our money in full weight. So we have brought it back in- in our hand <laughs> and we have brought down all that money in our hands to buy food we did not know who put our money in our sacks but he said peace be with you 
do not be afraid. Your God and the God of your father has given you treasure in your sacks. I had your money. Then he brought Simeon out to them. So the man brought the men into Joseph's house and gave them water and they washed their feet and he gave them their donkey's feet. Then they made the present ready for Joseph's coming at noon for they heard that they would eat bread there. And when Joseph came home, they brought him the present which was in their hand into the house and bowed down before him to the... How many times did you see this dream? How many times have they bowed? Later you found out that they bowed four times. Oh, double for your trouble. In the name of... I said double for your trouble. In the mighty name of Jesus. Well, I'm cutting it short. Maybe next Sunday, if the Lord tarries, I can continue. But let me tell you where I'm going. Eventually, David, Joseph revealed himself to them. And they went and brought their father. I will look at darkness Sunday, God willing. You understand me? And 70 men, we will look at that. 70 men came to live on one man. They said, go and bring my father your wives, your children, I will nourish you. The power to feed the nations is imparted unto you today. In the mighty name of Jesus. You will stop managing. You will live. You will live well. In the name of Jesus. And you have the wherewithal to sustain others. This is where I'm camping today in preparation for next Sunday. Do you know that 70 men go to Egypt? And Rob estimate was that 6 million left Egypt. There are four categories of people and what happened to them in Egypt. Number one, some died in Egypt and were carried to Canaan. They were not, you remember? I will show you next Sunday. Number two, others died in Egypt and they were buried in Egypt. Number three, others made it out of the wilderness, but out of Egypt, but they died in the wilderness. Number four, but Caleb and Joshua and the survivors got to the promised land. This is the word of the Lord to you. A free gift from the Spirit of God to you. You will not die in the midst of process. You will not die in the midst of process. You will not die in the midst of process. You will reach your goal. You will fulfill your destiny. I say you will not die in the midst of process. In the mighty name of Jesus. You will not die in the midst of process. You will reach your goal. You will fulfill your destiny. In Jesus mighty name. And the people said. Say with me. I will not die. I will live. And declare the works of God. The words that were spoken here. 29 years ago. I will reach my goal. I will fulfill my destiny. That has become your word. You will not die in the midst of process. It doesn't matter how tough it is. The days are here that your progress will be evident to all. In Jesus' mighty name. God bless you. God bless you.
thanks so much for listening. We have to end it here today, but it's been a real joy to come into your homes to unveil the truth of God's Word. I pray that the Word of God you have received will sink deeply into your hearts and bring forth tangible fruit in Jesus' name. Amen. In addition, I pray that the truth you've embraced will not only set you free, but it will empower you to impact your environment positively as God's representative in your sphere of influence. Till we meet again on this platform, remain sandwiched between the peace of God and the God of peace. God bless you richly. Bye, Bye for, for now. now.